Well, good day and welcome to you. Thank you for joining Right On Radio on this special broadcast. I do have some breaking news that I will be getting to before the end of this program. I'm also prepared to tell you the name of the chosen one to be the Antichrist and how I've come to that conclusion. I want to talk a little bit about a post that was put on Telegram today. I'm going to talk about worship and warfare and get into the breaking news. Plus, you're going to hear some great music, and I'm going to start out with a song just to set the tone, and I'm going to be featuring an artist named Don Potter, and in advance of the new series that I'll be starting next week called Poker Face, uh, if you check the connections of this particular artist, I'm going to be playing three songs from him today and his band. Um, you will have some very good insight into where Poker Face is going. Here's the first song of the morning. Enjoy it, and I'll be back in a few minutes.
Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Right on, right on, right on. Welcome back to Right On Radio. I hope you enjoyed that song. Our God is holy indeed. He is mighty in power. And he is the victor. Time to choose wisely for yourself. Welcome again to the show today. I have a bunch of notes that I want to cover and I'm going to get to the breaking news. I'm going to actually do that at the end of the show because I have a song to dedicate to the people that I'm going to uh, be lifting up in the breaking news that I have for you today. Um, I want to talk a little bit first about the Mass Deception series, and I'm going to read a post that was given this morning that I thought was just brilliant, as always, from uh, Watching Wall, who's here today. Thank you for being here, Watching Wall. Um, so after the ninth uh, episode where I talked about... Um, you know, the NAR project and the NAR, and it was just an overview. I didn't want to get into too much detail. It was an overview, but I had a call uh, after doing the show, and it confirmed what I had thought, that I really did not do a very good job on the Manifest Sons of God portion, and I don't think a lot of people really understood what I was talking about Um and today's news leads into that, uh, so it's going to be very interesting. But I'm going to do a second show on the Manifest Sons of God, Joel's Army Prophecy from the Old Testament, and uh, it's truly scary, folks. <laughs> it is. So I want to just let you know I'm going to uh, make that a little bit more complete. And I also talked about worship in last night's edition and just kind of a picture that the uh, the Lord gave me and in short you should listen to it it's right at the end of the episode uh, if you make it all the way there I know it was a bit long about an hour and 20 minutes uh, but the Lord had flashed a bunch of images of me uh, it is not flattering I will tell you that uh, but the Lord really I believe answered a question for me about worship and uh, and this morning, uh, or this evening for the poster who was watching Wall, who is on the other side of the world from me, uh, wrote something that I just was really stirred up in agreement in my heart. And I want to uh, read her post. I hope it's okay with you, but you posted it publicly, so ah, I'm not even going to care. <laughs> I'm kidding, but it's a great post. So um, watching Wall, and by the way, watching Wall leads the team of our prayer warriors on the Singapore prayer celebration, which will happen Saturday night at 8 p.m. on Telegram. Be sure to be there. There is a lot happening in the world, and prayer is what you're called to do. It's not always easy, but uh, the Holy Spirit shows up and does the heavy lifting for us. So here is the post that was uh, that I read first thing this morning. It's in regard to the show I did last night. It's a great wrap-up, Jeff. The pieces are coming together for the bigger picture. Obedience to do his will, especially in the things that are difficult, bears the fruit of eternal rewards. Thank you, Lord. 
Uh, you've shared some things in Scripture that I'll certainly be considering uh, further in the Lord. What I appreciate the most deeply is your sharing about the worship that pleases God, illustrated in the four-part vision that you shared and what I got from this. The first, second, and third scenes were moments where your joy were of the soul emotions, stimulated by the external sensory elements, the energy, the sounds, ETC. The focus of this is on the self and how it made you feel. That is spot on, uh, but I think there's also some spiritual uh, play in there because of the types of events they were. Uh, I'm just adding that. Um, and then she goes on to say, but the last scene you were in the presence of God where your worship is not by external stimulation, but from the beholding of who God is. The focus is not on ourself. The focus is on him. And that is so spot on because I'll tell you, just, and I wasn't, you know, necessarily in the presence of God at the time, but it, I could see his glory and there is nothing about you that you're going to consider, nothing about you you will consider in the very presence of the Lord. Uh, continuing on in the letter, when you behold God looking unto him for who he is, from the beauty of his holiness brings the reverent worship, fear of the Lord. This kind of worship is true worship in spirit and truth. This also impacts all aspects of being, spirit, soul, and body, and in our lifestyle, in thought, conduct, speech, and behavior, for we are the changed and transformed when we behold the glory of the Lord, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth, John 4, 24. And, uh, you know, I, watching while you just get it. Man, I'm so glad to have you as a sister in Christ. Uh, I really praise God for you. So, yeah, the, so I'm going to be doing more on worship as we go forward because worship is actually a big part of our warfare. Uh, praying is one thing, but worship is also uh, a huge part. You know, just think of the walls of Jericho that came down. Okay. Next on the list, I want to talk about who the Antichrist is. And I'm just going to preface this with a couple comments. I'm going to name the name. Don't worry. It won't take long. Um... I saw a documentary about, or, or an interview with a author, his name is Timothy Cohen, and he's one of the greatest researchers I've seen, um, just an incredible man. And he has been, you know, basically yelling this from the treetops uh, for over 20 years now, um, and he's got the research to back it up. It is the most compelling case I have personally ever seen. Now, from my understanding, and that's all it is, my understanding, the Antichrist has always had someone or multiple people ready in every generation for the time when he can be elevated to power. 
important note, God does not bow down to Satan's timing. So does it look like we are on the verge or even entering the tribulation right now? Sure looks and feels like it, folks. The stage is set. There is no doubt about it. The stage is being set by the enemy. However, that does not mean that God is going to allow it to happen. It does not mean uh, this could be the stage could be set again 30 years from now. But we do know that, you know, from the time Israel became a nation again, the clock really started ticking. So, you know, it's been just over 70 years. We don't know exactly what the biblical definition of a generation is, but it's before it's between 40 and 120 years. We're currently at about 74 years right now. And there is a verse in, uh, oh, where was it? Uh, anyways, it's basically uh, 70 plus 10. So with, within 80 years. So it's very possible that before 2029, uh, a lot of things can happen. Uh, but just very possible. We'll know the season. No one knows the day or the hour. So the claim that this author makes is that the Antichrist is Prince Charles. And I won't get into all of the details because it's very detailed. He has his book uh, by the same name as the interview. It's called The Antichrist and a Cup of Tea. And the evidence is pretty overwhelming. And in fact, if you just look at his coat of arms, Sharp, Charles, Prince of Wales, now the king, um, the, print, the coat of arms really identifies him as being the Antichrist. Now, when I first saw this particular interview, I watched about half of it and I just tuned it off because I thought, you know what, the evidence is really good, but he just doesn't have the charisma to me. He just doesn't have it. But it's interesting. Um, I was Cisco Wheeler. Uh, if you don't know who Cisco Wheeler is, if you're new to the program, Cisco Wheeler was at the highest level of a bloodline family in the Illuminati, and she actually became a programmer uh, trained under Mengele, and she was a programmer. Her life story is incredible. You should pick, purchase her book called uh, Behold a White Horse by Cisco Wheeler. It is like the encyclopedia, literally, of everything uh, occult, and it gives glory to God and how glory, uh, how God has defeated the enemy. It gives all praise to God, but it certainly exposes everybody uh, that's a player in it. It's, a, it's an incredible book. But when I was talking with Cisco last night, um, I was telling her that I just watched this video, and she says to me, Oh, you mean Timothy? I said, Yeah. By the way, I reached out to Timothy yesterday. I'm going to try, I'm trying my best to get him on the show. Uh, definitely want this guy on the show, and I want to do a series with him if I can. 
But she told me that she was so impressed with his research many years ago, over 20 years ago, that she told Timothy that Prince Charles is the Antichrist. And even the day that Prince Charles was born, not a lot of people understood it at the time, but when former Queen Elizabeth presented, she said, this is the chosen one. And the ceremony just before her passing uh, was a ceremony of different proportion than I even expected. And one of the things that Cisco said to me, and by the way, so uh, Timothy really went and researched it and proved the case of what Cisco had told him. And I'm thinking, how could he be it? He's not charismatic enough and everything else. And here's the punchline. Uh, many people believe that the royals were rept are reptilians or Nephilim. They can change their image. They can change their form. And she said to me, it has to be Prince Charles. And also, to note, uh, if you read her books or if you followed her, as a little girl, she was in the palace in London. And she has seen them shapeshift. Eyewitness testimony. You can believe her, you cannot believe her, but she has that testimony. And when Charles shapeshifts, he's about 15 feet tall, according to Cisco Wheeler. And she says it has to be Prince Charles because he is a Nephilim. If the Antichrist spirit came on a regular human being, the person would go to ashes. The person wouldn't be, the, the flesh could not take it. It has to be a Nephilim. So that is very interesting to me. And then my mind started wandering with this. And I thought, well, if he is a Nephilim and he takes on the spirit of the Antichrist, then perhaps he becomes quite a bit more charismatic. We see a transformation in Prince Charles. And also, if you're following the news, we know that this climate change hoax that has been perpetrated around the world right now is only about control. And the control, they're trying to implement it around the world right now. They are implementing it, I should say. Well, who is actually the number one guy who's behind the entire climate change? Well, the author, Timothy Cohen, proves that Prince Charles has been basically in charge of all this stuff for many, many years. He has been the person pulling the strings for many, many years. 
and now he has just been made king. Let me know what you think in the comments, in the chat. I love Anne Angelina's <laughs> the ugly old fart. <laughs> and Moni, no, thanks for thank you for being here. I certainly appreciate you being here. So, what do you think about that? Prince Charles, could the stage be set? And also, it is my belief, and Cisco uh, and many people share this opinion, because there's the political and a spiritual leader that will be the Antichrist, but there is also the false prophet, because if you read Revelation 13, when the beast comes out of the sea and he hands over power to the false prophet or to the uh, Antichrist that is standing on the shore. There's a lot more to this. However, um, it certainly seems that Pope Francis is that person. And he's certainly evil enough, even in his words and his deeds, he has revealed himself. Well, yeah, that, that's true. Um, also, the one thing that was surprising to me, you know, there was that lighting of the tree, and it was a very uh, interesting ceremony, and it was the DNA and all this sort of thing that uh, was lit up at the Queen's Jubilee before she died. Well, Cisco said to me, that ceremony was a Nephilim ritual recreated for tv of course it was a great show for those who like that sort of thing but she told me now i have no idea i have no measure of what a nephilim ceremony looks like but uh cisco is probably one of the best assets for information in this regard so that was really interesting to me as well um, could things be happening right now? Could we be heading into the tribulation? Or are things going to get better first? And what a lot of, what I, my conclusions are on these subjects is it's actually not God's plan for things to get better. Because his word, when I read the book of Revelation, when I read Matthew 24, when I read the book of Daniel, all these things, uh, the world doesn't get better. But it is the Antichrist plan for things to get better. Did you hear what I just said? It is not God's plan that things get better in this world. It's the Antichrist plan for things to get better in this world. Well, if you're new to the show, how could that be? If you want to gain people's trust, you become the hero. 
When you become the hero, people love you. People trust you. And he, yes, the false security is false peace. And then, of course, it turns out to be a lie. It was an illusion, this false peace, if the devil gets his way in bringing forth these things. It's, he's always under subject to our Lord Jesus Christ. But if he does get his way and creates this false peace, it will go away quick. But perhaps it's enough to lure even the elect into taking on the mark of the beast. But there's something, another theory that Cisco gave me last night. And there's a, another a well published preacher, author, someone who's been studying end times and is really connected in this that she really respects. She shared it on her Patreon, by the way. Uh, it was a guy talking about med beds. And it was super interesting. Because we know with the bioweapon shot that has been put out there that it has that mRNA in it. And what does mRNA do? But it splices your DNA. And just thinking common logic and knowing that the enemy is a legalist, he tries to hold God's word against God, he tries. But we do know that it can alter your DNA. And when I was praying about this, and this is, my goodness, maybe a year ago now, I just heard kind of in my spirit that what the devil wants to do by changing your DNA is for him to go up to the courts, just like he did in Job. He does, he says, your servant, this person, is not yours anymore. That person willfully chose, knowing it was mRNA, to change their DNA. They are no longer in your image. Now God can accept or reject that theory. And God is the only one who knows. But what Cisco said about the med beds and the theory that is coming about, and med beds are real, folks. They, they are coming out. They are real. They're in operation today. Uh, there's lots of evidence with that. But it seems that people who have taken that hokey-pokey bioweapon, perhaps when they go into a med bed, it finishes the operation to make your DNA three-strand. Three-strand DNA. Um, I don't have the link. Uh, Sweet Southern Girlie is asking to share that link. 
Uh, it is in digs and it's not too far up, uh, but if you just go onto YouTube and type in the Antichrist and a cup of tea, you will see that video. Uh, it'll come up pretty easily for you. So, before I get to the breaking news, I do want to play one more song for you, and then I'm going to close out with a song. Uh, but during this song, if you have any thoughts and you want to call in, I will take a call or two and then get into the breaking news and play a song on the way out, which is going to be very appropriate for it. So in talking about the Antichrist and everything else, and we think about this, let us give glory to God and lift your vision up to him. Lift your vision higher.
on radio. Right on radio. Music is so powerful, isn't it? I'll tell you, I got uh, some water welling up just listening to the lyrics and praising the Lord during that song. I hope it came across good for you as well. All right. So I'm willing to take a couple calls. I'm not going to wait long. If it's on your heart to call in, let's do it now. Otherwise, I'm just going to get to the breaking news. But I'm surprised no one called in during the song, particularly because I just told you who the Antichrist probably is. <laughs> not small news, but that is maybe just my opinion. All right, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to hit that phone-in button if you want to get on the air and you want to say something. Oh, hold on. I can do this. I'm going to start the countdown. And if now is the time to call before the countdown ends. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4... Three, two, one. Nobody calling in. Everyone is shy or busy getting your day going. No worries at all. So there is some breaking news, and I got to say it was so good to see. We've been talking about how the deep state, uh, as they call it, or the you know World Economic Forum, these freaks that are trying to ruin everyone's lives are trying to do it through the environment. And if we just look at what happened in Sri Lanka, who followed the World Economic Forum guidelines to a sustainable earth and completely dissolved as a country and starved their people out by banning fertilizer. By the way, that's happening in Canada. It's happening all around the world. It's happening in the United States. And this is very detrimental. Uh, one of the things that's happening also in North America, it happened in Sri Lanka, it's been happening all around the world, is in the name of environment, they're asking farmers to kill their livestock to create, to stop global warming and climate change. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Let's starve people to death so we don't kill people through the environment. Huh? This is how ludicrous this stuff is. And in the Netherlands, which is really one of the greatest, I believe it's in the top three, it could be number two, um, producers of food, uh, and exporters of food in the world. The Netherlands is huge for agriculture. And as you know, they've been trying to implement these uh, barbaric laws on the farmers, which would essentially put all of the farmers out of business and then put food production into government control. And if you follow the money and you know where Bill Gates has gone, he's gone into all this synthetic food, synthetic meat, synthetic, you know, man-made food. <laughs> it's you know, that they want to give you this stuff. I'm telling you, it's the anti-human agenda behind it all. 
But the just like the Canadians stood up in the trucker protest, uh, I would say even a greater protest has been the that of the farmers in Netherlands. The farmers have been blockading roads. They've been putting everything on the line. They they government has put across these totalitarian measures against them. They've had police shooting them. They've they've brought equipment out and they've been flipping over tractors. The government has been flipping over these farmers' tractors while they're in them. They've been threatening them with jail. They've been doing everything. But the people in the Netherlands, the farmers, the fishermen, all of them have held their ground. And this is the scariest thing for the deep state ever. They have held their ground. And this has been going on for a long time now, folks. They've put everything on the line. Well, their elections happened uh, either yesterday or the day before. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, their provincial elections. And in uh, United States speak, uh, because it, it's, it's sort of like your Congress uh, every two years is all the states. So in this case, all the provinces vote for their Senate. The farmers started a new party called the BBB Party. And they have won an overwhelming majority. An overwhelming majority. This is absolutely huge news, folks. They are going to be able to come into power and they're going to be able to change things. And this isn't the first place in Europe that has really found transformation. We have the new Prime Minister of Italy as well, who is the most popular politician in all of Europe. She's kind of like a female Trump, per se, with the same types of policies. And there is a populist movement. And of course, once all these people get in power, of course they're going to hold these people to account. Trump's certainly talking about it. Trump's certainly saying, he said it out loud, speedy trials, executions. They're all saying it, and it's the good guys getting into power. And they're going to hold the other side accountable. But, as you heard in the Mass Deception series, there is a light side rising. See, Satan comes as an angel of light. He doesn't come as the red-winged devil with fangs and a goat head. He's going to present himself as beautiful. And his system is beautiful. We finally have rest. We finally have peace. And you might be thinking, but these are all good people. Yes. 
But do you think at the top of the good people's organizations, they could have been infiltrated? The devils had thousands of years to think about this plan. And he has plotted out the ultimate deception on many, many different levels for all of humanity. And in the Mass Deception series, what I was highlighting is we have the Christian church now rising up to fulfill the one world church mandate. Why do I focus on the Christian churches? Because all the other churches are willing to do it. They're going to do it. And the part I'm going to do another show on, the scariest part of it, is the Joel's Army prophecy, which this church that's rising and spreading around the world, Christian church in name, with false doctrine, they believe essentially what their doctrine is, is that you have to achieve your own salvation. So they discredit the Lord and you have to ascend. These are people calling themselves the Christian church that are saying that. And in Matthew 24, when it says, brother will turn against brother, kin against kin, that's where the Joel's army prophecy comes in. Because you see, if you're not for humanity, if you're not with us, you're against us. And they will actually believe that killing you in the name of the Lord is doing you a favor. Don't slow down our ascension, man, or we'll have to take you out. And they believe they will be doing this in the name of God. So however all of this plays out, who knows? I'm just putting forth some thoughts. It's fun to consider these things, considering we live in undoubtedly the most interesting time in the history of the world. It's going to be a wild ride, folks. It's going to be a bumpy road. That is for sure. But no matter what, I think we do fight back. We fight back through prayer. We stand firmly on the gospel of truth. And we do not compromise. But the key is, for each one of you and I to know the truth. You cannot find the deception. You will not find the counterfeit unless you study intensely the truth. And that is in the 66 books of the Bible. Do not be fooled for these books that were hidden from us and stuff like that. As I say over and over and over, if God can create the heavens and the earth, 
he can put and keep together a book. Come on, folks. It's really that simple. So love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself and make a difference in your community. And just as we go out, uh, before I play our last song here, which is a good one, a little bit long, folks, but if you can stick in, I think you're going to love some of the lyrics. Um, I am using this particular artist. Uh, for those of you who just like to dig and are curious and have time on your hands, there's a connection from this artist to probably the first stops in the new Poker Face series is coming up, and I really think you're going to like it. But what is appropriate about this song, and I'm going to send it out to all those farmers that are taking back their land and doing it in righteousness. And it was real simple, and it's really simple for you. At the end of the day, you need to make a decision. And that decision is for everything. It's for eternity. So I know I have decided, and I send this one out to the farmers in the Netherlands, and I want you, if you haven't done it yet, to make your decision. I have decided.
with flesh and with blood But powers and principalities We wrestle not with each other's love But demonic forces in the heavenlies We wrestle not with flesh and with blood But powers and principalities We wrestle not with each other's love Demonic forces in the heavens I have decided I'm gonna make a stand I have decided I'm taking back my land I have decided Thus far and no more I'm gonna take up the sword And fight in the name of the Lord I have decided I'm gonna make a stand Taking back my land, I have decided Thus far and no more I'm gonna take up the sword and fight in the name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus, the Lord of Lords Jesus, Almighty King Jesus, the Lion of Judah Jesus, the Lord Thus far and no more 
Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.